Hey, we got something good for you today. Jesus is going to talk about the seven seals of judgment in the book of Revelation. What's happening in the future? What's coming up? He talked about it 2,000 years ago. John wrote about it, and we're going to see it today. New Hope Radio, Dave Therrien, thanks for coming along today. Don't forget, you can catch us at newhoperadio.live, YouTube and Facebook, and the Hope Club Podcast. Well, we've examined the first six seals of judgment in the book of Revelation. Here's what they are. And by the way, these take place after the rapture of the church in the tribulation. Okay? Seal number one, the arrival of the Antichrist. Number two, war breaks out. The third seal, what follows war? Famine, inflation, and rationing. Then, four, death. The fifth seal opens up, and we see the martyrs under the altar crying out, Oh Lord, how long before you avenge our death? Then the sixth seal, physical changes on the earth, physical changes above the earth, stars of the sky fall. Oh, man. That's why it's called the Great Tribulation. And you know, John wasn't the only one to speak of these things. That's why today's message It's so important. What we're going to do today is compare what Jesus said in his message on Mount Olivet to what John wrote in uh, Revelation. And I want you to see the wonderful comparison between the two. Okay? Because, see, what John wrote, Jesus warned of these coming judgments in his message. It's called the Olivet Discourse. It was a message spoken on the Mount of Olives, which was right outside of Jerusalem. It was actually a large hill, that's why it's called a mount, and it overlooked the city. And Jesus gave this discourse to answer the three questions of the disciples. He told them about the coming of the destruction of the temple, and they asked in Matthew 24, and verse 3, here's what it says. He was sitting on the Mount of Olives, And the disciples came to him privately, and they were saying, Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming, and of the end of the age? So we have three questions by the disciples. And we're going to make a comparison between what Jesus said in Matthew 24 and what John wrote as a fulfillment in the book of Revelation. So, answer to the first question. When will these things be? Or when will these things happen? Well, Jesus said, seal number one, the coming of the Antichrist, the false Christ. Here's what he said, verse 4, Matthew 24. Jesus answered and said to them, See to it that no one misleads you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will mislead many. Okay? That's what Jesus said. Now, John wrote in Revelation 6, 1, Then I saw when the Lamb broke one of the seven seals, I heard one of the four living creatures saying with a loud voice, A thunder! Come! Remember that word, come? It doesn't mean come and see. It means come out, first horse and rider. We said it's like a movie. 
playing across the papyrus scroll. Come out, horse and rider. And John said, I looked, and behold, a white horse, and he who, who sat on it had a bow, and a crown was given to him, and he went out conquering and to conquer. So that's the arrival of the Antichrist and the Great Tribulation before the return of Christ. Then secondly, Jesus said, look for these things too, wars, in Matthew 24, 6. You'll be hearing of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not frightened, for those things must take place. But the end, it's not yet near. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And then John wrote in Revelation 6, 3, when he broke the second seal, I heard the second living creature saying, Come! That means come out, next horse and rider. And here comes a red horse. And he went out. And him who sat on it. And it was granted to take peace from the earth. And that men would slay one another. And a great sword was given to him. That's war. Jesus said there'll be great wars before I return. And then the third seal, famines and inflation. And Jesus said in Matthew 24, 7, In various places there will be famine. See, that's what follows war. And John wrote about it in Revelation 6, 5, when he broke the third seal. I heard the third living creature say, Come! Come out, next horse and rider. And I looked, and behold, a black horse, and he who sat on it had a pair of scales in his hand. And I heard something like a voice in the center of the four living creatures, saying, A quart of wheat for a denarius, and three quarts of barley for a denarius, and do not damage the oil and the wine. And remember what we said about that last time? A denarius was a day's pay. A quart of wheat would feed one person. A day's pay would provide food for one person. How difficult would it be for a family of four, a family of five, to live on a day's pay? How do you feed four or five people with that which is only given to one person? That's famine. And then the fourth seal, Jesus talked about it, death. You see how one follows another, the Antichrist, war, famine, death. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 7, In various places there'll be famines and earthquakes, but all these things are merely the beginning of birth pangs. Now the word famine is translated in the King James Bible as pestilences. Hmm. This is the beginning of birth pangs. You know, it speaks of the labor pains that a woman goes through before she has the baby. They increase with time. And Jesus is saying these pains are going to increase with time. And John wrote in Revelation 6, verse 7, When the Lamb broke the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature saying, Come! Come out, next horse and rider. And I looked, and behold, an ashen horse, or a pale horse. 
He who sat on it had the name Death and Hades was following with him. And authority was given to them over what? A fourth of the earth. To kill with sword and with famine and with pestilence and by the wild beasts of the earth. That's going to be total chaos and pandemonium. It's like the cities are deserted and the wild animals are coming in and they're hungry too. And Jesus said the fifth seal, martyrdom, look for this, Matthew 24, 9. They will deliver you to tribulation and will kill you. And you will be hated by all nations because of what? My name. Man, can you see how the devil hates Christ? He hates the church. And the world is under his control, even more so in the tribulation, because it's under the control of the Antichrist. Even now, Satan's the god of this world, First John 4, 4. Things are pretty bad and getting worse. Stupid runs the world. And when I say that, I mean stupidity, not common sense, but it's evil. Evil runs the world. It's all over the world. And it's going to get worse in the tribulation. And Jesus is warning people, before I come back, things will be worse. And John wrote about it in Revelation 6, 9. He said, when the Lamb broke the fifth seal, I saw underneath the altar the souls of those who had been slain because of the word of God and because of the testimony which they had maintained. See, people will stay faithful to God even in the tribulation. They would rather die than turn their back on Christ. That's faith. How many of you would rather die than turn your back on Christ? How many of you would rather lie or steal or cheat to make it easy for yourself or stay faithful? See, when you do those things, you turn your back on Christ. It's tax time. How many people are going to cheat on their taxes? How many people break promises? Why do we do those things? To save our skin. But we're actually turning our back on the Christian way of life. But these people in the tribulation, oh no, they're underground, they're hurting, they're hungry, but they're not going to turn from Christ and they become the martyrs of the age. And then Jesus said in Matthew twenty four fourteen, this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all the nations and then the end will come. So he answered that first question, when will these things happen? Then the second question, what will be the sign of your coming? And Jesus kind of reiterates what he just said, and he gets a little more specific. And it's still about the Great Tribulation. See, when you read Matthew 24, it's not for today. It's for the Great Tribulation. It's prophetic. And in verses 15 to 22, here's what Jesus said. Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation, which was spoken of through Daniel the prophet, standing in the holy place, let the reader understand. 
What's the abomination of desolation? The Antichrist is going to take up his place in the temple. That's what he's, he's going to desecrate the temple and he's going to take it and it'll be his throne. Then Jesus said, those who are in Judea must flee to the mountains. Whoever is on the housetop must not go down to get the things out, out of the house. Whoever is in the field must not run back to get his cloak. But woe to those who are with child, who are pregnant, to those who are nursing babies in those days. And then he said, and pray that your flight will not be in winter or on a Sabbath. See, he's talking about the Jewish people. For then there will be a great tribulation, such as has not occurred since the beginning of the world until now, nor ever will. Jesus is saying, listen, of all the tribulation of human history, nothing compares to what's going to happen here. There's no comparison. And he said in verse 22, unless those days had been cut short, no life would have been saved. But for the sake of the elect, those days will be cut short. Who are the elect? Those that get saved in the tribulation. Those people that did not turn their back on Christ. They finally got it and they said, oh, I need Jesus. This is not right. This is crazy. That's the devil. I don't want the devil. I want God. I don't want the mark of the beast. I want the sealing of the Holy Spirit. These are the people that are the elect. They chose Christ, and God spared them by ending the tribulation after the seven-year mark. And then John wrote about it. Revelation 6 to 18. The whole, from chapter 6 to chapter 18, is all about the great tribulation. Isn't it incredible the way Jesus prophesied it and then many years later the Apostle John, he re-recorded it. And he's quoting the Old Testament in Revelation 9. Here's what Daniel said. After the 62 weeks, the Messiah will be cut off and have nothing. And the people, wow, the people of the prince who is to come will destroy the city and the sanctuary. That's the Antichrist crew. And its end will come with a flood. Even to the end, there will be war. Desolations are determined. And the Antichrist, he'll make a firm covenant with the many for one week. But in the middle of the week, a week represents a year. Okay? So, in the middle of the week, he's going to put a stop to the sacrifices. It means after three and a half years, he's going to break the covenant. And he's going to put a stop to the grain offerings. And on the wing of abominations will come one who makes desolate, even until, until a complete destruction. One that is decreed is poured out on the one who makes desolate. Jesus is saying, listen people. And John is saying the same thing. Listen, people, a time is coming. You want to know when Jesus Christ is going to come back for the second time? 
You read Matthew 24. You read Revelation 6 to 18. And keep your eyes open. Look out the window. Watch the news. Be smart. And you'll see. Thankfully, hey, I stand with the rapture. I stand with the, with the church that's going to be raptured before the tribulation. You know why? Because the tribulation is a time of judgment. Those seven seals, they're seals of judgment. And anybody that's in the church of Christ, the body of Christ, they've been judged already when Christ hung on the cross. What did John say? Those who believe are not judged. But those who believe not are judged already. So when you accepted Christ as your Savior, your judgment was taken away. There's no need to go through the tribulation. Were it to come soon, you're going to be raptured first before the time of judgment comes to the earth. Because we've been judged in Christ. Okay? It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out the salvation offered through Christ on the cross and the judgment that he took for all of us that believe. Okay, then the disciples have the third question. When is the end of the age? And that's the sixth seal. Jesus mentioned it in Matthew 24, 29. He said, immediately after the tribulation of those days, some people say this already happened. It did not. The sun will be darkened. The moon will not give its light and the stars will fall from the sky, and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Those things have not happened yet. And then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky, and that all the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of the sky with power and great glory. And he will send forth his angels with a great trumpet. And they will gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of the sky to the other. Who are those? Those that are saved in the tribulation. Okay. And then John mentioned it. John's like, hey, Jesus is right. And he wrote it down in Revelation 6.12. He said, I looked. And when he broke the sixth seal... And there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth, made of hair. And the whole moon became like blood. And the stars of the sky, they fell to the earth, as a fig tree casts its unripe figs when shaken by a great wind. And the sky was split apart, like a scroll, when it is rolled up. And every mountain and island were moved out of their places. Wow. The whole earth is going through a shakeup. Verse 15. And then the kings of the earth and the great men and the commanders and the rich and the strong and every slave and every free man huh, hid themselves in the caves and among the rocks of the mountains. And they said to the mountains and to the rocks, Fall on us! Hide us from the presence of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. 
Oh, they finally got it, but it's too late. You know, I think I said in the last broadcast that I want to make a correction. I think I said those that got the mark of the beast can still receive Christ. I'm going to correct that. I kind of spoke too soon because I really, I, I never believed that. And uh, I don't, I think that's the, that's the point of no return. When you get the mark of the beast, it's an allegiance to Satan. It's over for you. It's done. And here are these people, because I said, I said they could have cried out to the lamb, but they didn't. Instead, they cried out to the mountains. No, I was wrong. I think they couldn't have cried out to the lamb because it's too late. Their hearts are already like the rock of Gibraltar. They're already turned against God. They're not even thinking about crying out to the Lamb. They just saying, hide us from Him. That's all. They don't see any deliverance for themselves at all. So they're crying to the mountains instead, hide us. Hide us from the presence of Him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of their wrath has come. And who is able to stand. And then Jesus, he finishes this section in the Olivet Discourse in verse 35. And he said, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Think about it. This whole earth and atmosphere, as grand as it is, it's going to vaporize. But the word of God, it abides forever. And he said, of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son of Man, but the Father alone. He's talking about his actual second coming. He said, for the coming of the Son of Man will be just like the days of Noah. And what was it like in the days of Noah? Ah, uh, people were eating and drinking, getting married and giving in marriage. They were just going about life, not thinking about God, not thinking about eternity. Just no, and that's how it's going to be, except for the tribulation. But the yes, and then the days of Noah ended with the great flood and judgment on the earth. And I think that's part of it too. When the Son of Man returns, it'll follow the judgment a judgment of the earth, and all those who dwell on it that made war with the Lamb, with the Lamb of God. The second coming. What a time it's going to be. Next time we're together, we're going to look at the seventh seal. But I think it's incredible. It's incredible how Jesus outlined in Matthew 24 all of the events of the Great Tribulation. So when we when you read the book of Revelation and you read Matthew 24, you can see a compliment. And you can see more of a descriptive yet symbolic fulfillment of what Jesus said in the writings of John. It's good to read them together. This is one of those messages today to go back and hear again and again. Because there's a lot of comparing and comparisons. And I'll tell you what, as God's people, we want to be equipped, don't we? We want to be, we want to know knowledge is your friend. Okay? We want to know. And even though as a Christian, you're not going to go through it. We all know people that are not Christian. And were the tribulation to come soon, we want the information to convey to others. So maybe 
If they enter into the tribulation, they say, Oh, my friend told me about this. Oh, I was warned about this. Now I believe. And these are the believers in the tribulations. The one that had people witness to them. The one that had people share the good news of the gospel. But they said, no, no, okay. If it works for you, that's fine, but I'm okay. And after the rapture, they find out, ooh, I'm not okay. And thankfully, we'll have the 144,000 witnesses all over the world preaching the gospel. Maybe that's why Jesus said the whole world is going to hear the gospel preached through all of those people and possibly modern technology as well. Oh, but it's a time that's coming. It's a time that's coming that no one would want to go through it if they saw it. People say, oh, hell's on earth right now. Well, it will be in that sense. Yes, it will. In that sense of the seven seals, the seventh one to be discussed next time, it will be like hell has opened up its mouth and swallowed the earth. And it's going to be a horrific time. So you can catch this message again at the Hope Club podcast. You'll see it right at the top. Jesus talks about the seven, the six seals. Okay? He's talking about them. He's talking about the seals of judgment. Right from the mouth of the Lord himself. So we've got, we'll have four messages in all on the judgments. Uh, the Seals of Judgment, Part 1. Seals of Judgment, Part 2. Jesus speaks about the Seals of Judgment. And then the Seventh Seal. That'll give you a pretty good idea of these end times events and answering the questions of the disciples. Hopefully answering your questions as well. Do these teachings come, come with controversy? Sure. Everybody in agreement? No. But I'll tell you what. I don't say it unless I believe it. That's for sure. So listen, support us. Support the Hope Club podcast. Go to newhoperadio.live. Click the menu bar. Read all the information. $3 a week will keep us on the air. Keep our podcast going. We're in 31 countries with the, new, with the Hope Club podcast. That's unbelievable. I don't even believe it, but that's what they tell me. It's incredible. Matter of fact, I just got a report. 401 downloads last week of our messages. Wow. Support it. You're supporting a good thing. I'll see you next time.